Hello, everyone. This is Roger Anderson with the Jolly Roger Telephone Podcast. This is episode number four. I want to thank you for listening. In this podcast, I talk about telemarketing and specifically robots that talk to telemarketers and what I'm doing to um, try to put a dent in this terrible, terrible uh, practice, business practice. So uh, unfortunately, it's a, it's a, it's a, profitable business and there are plenty of people out there making money by scamming you or not scamming you not all telemarketing is scamming um and uh, not all telemarketing is illegal right so we kind of have to separate the legal the illegal the scammers the not scammers the annoying um the people who just barely skate by through some sort of complex lead generation process and things like that so so in this episode, I'm going to talk about some of the telemarketers that figure out that it's a robot. So the ones who figure things out and either get mad or, or, um, or you know, oftentimes they'll summon a colleague over, right? They'll, they'll summon somebody over and say, hey, dude, listen to this, right? So, because uh, it's still a novelty, right? You know, and, and that's kind of entertaining right now. It's good that it's still a novelty because the more and more telemarketers catch on, the more savvy they'll be and they might uh, try to sort of get engaged um, in determining whether or not you're a real person, or even worse, the telemarketing firm, uh, you know, the, the company might start putting a bunch of barriers up, like press one now, if you'd like to talk to an agent. And then once you do that, press seven now, if you're interested in talking to an agent. So, you know, when that happens, I'll, I'll have to deploy smarter and smarter bots to figure out what buttons we're supposed to press. So I'm confident I'll be able to keep up with whatever technical barriers the telemarketers put in place. The good news is, if telemarketers do put in technical barriers like that in place, the the unsophisticated consumer that is very likely to be their victim won't be able to pass it either. So I'm pretty sure that I'll be able to uh, to to generate artificial intelligence equal to the task of whatever telemarketers can put in place, at least to be able to simulate you know your standard uh, consumer at home answering the phone. Those guys aren't going to want to push multiple buttons or answer complicated questions. They'll just get mad and hang up. So so in, in a way, this is uh, working out well, that, that Jolly Roger Telephone, all I have, my barriers are low, right? I just have to simulate a person um, and talk to a telemarketer, right? So I have to talk to, I have to simulate a, a, a conversation between a telemarketer and a victim. And in both of those cases, uh, not to insult anybody here, but most of the time, both of those people aren't particularly sophisticated. So I should be able to create an artificial intelligence to simulate, uh, to simulate the, uh, the victim. So, so in this first example of a call that, um, you know, sounds like a failure, but actually works out well, right? The goal here is to waste time. So it doesn't really matter how you waste time, right? So, you know, putting telemarketers into a, into a dumb stupor, uh, so they're listening to, um, you know, to a robot repeat hello over and over again, uh, that's still a success, right? It's all measured on time wasted. And if the telemarketer takes you off their list, that's an even bigger success, right? It's not like there's a checkbox on their screen that says, this customer doesn't want to be called by us anymore, right? So, you know, nobody nobody has that. There's There, there are a bunch of legal protections in place for you. Um, and, you know, there may, if you get a call from Bank of America or something like that, then yeah, there, you know, that agent may be able to, uh, you know, say, put a, some sort of decline button or something like that, that they can click uh, so they don't call you anymore. Because they, you know, B of A and AT&T, they have to be careful, right, when calling these consumers. But um, credit card services over in India 
they don't care, right? They don't. They can't stop calling you even if they wanted to. So what's interesting is is when when they get stuck talking to a robot for a while, the the supervisor needs to get involved, and then that supervisor needs to contact the manager, and then the manager gives the guy in the IT department who manages the call list gives them an order to take this out of the list, and then they may not even have the system in place to scrub numbers, right? How cool would that be if if you have a, a telemarketing operation that doesn't even have the ability to scrub numbers out? So, um, so they're just, you know, they're just, at some point they're going to say, well, I guess 3% of our calls are just going to hit robots. That's just the way it is. Or, um, or they're going to, you know, have to put a, uh, some professional services agreement in place with their, with their IT guy to say, before you make a phone call, I need you to check this table uh, of people that we think are robots. And so, you know, how cool is that if we get to that point? So, sorry, I digress a little bit. But in this first call, I just want you to listen to the end here. This robot, uh, rather than repeating, this robot will transfer to another robot. So I did this because of my line of business bots. I have a business bot that is an office worker that transfers to receptionist and vice versa. The uh, receptionist will transfer to the office worker. So uh, I think I might have a couple of calls posted, but I've got some some coming up that are just uh, priceless. So let me tell you a little bit about this particular robot. This is a robot, um, you know, just because of the things he says, he just kind of reminded me of a Cheech and Chong routine. And so I named him Tommy, uh, lovingly after Tommy Chong. So this robot is named Tommy. Um, by the time you get to the end of Tommy, you uh, where you would normally repeat this stuff, Tommy then says something interesting, and he and he just hands it off to his wife. So Tommy basically says, "Look, I gotta, I you know, I I can't concentrate. My wife tells me to stop talking to people like this. I'm gonna hand you over to my wife. She's gonna get on the line now. Okay. Now there's a bug in the program that will be obvious when you hear this. Here you go. Sure. What is your sir? Uh, yeah, you know, my, I thought my meds were wearing off, but um, but they're not. So I'm going to hand you off to my wife. So hang on a second, because um, she keeps telling me that I shouldn't talk on the phone because I have uh, such a bad memory. So hang on. She's going to pick up the phone just a second. Hang, hang on. Hello? Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Hello? Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah. Are you done? Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Problems on mic? Hey, wait, wait, wait. Do you have a minute? The dog just crapped on the floor. I, I gotta, I gotta deal with this. It smells horrible. Can you wait just one second? No. Hello. Okay. You mind starting over? So technically, that was a failure, but uh, but it was still funny, and it still wasted over seven minutes of an IRS scammer's time. So, and that call went on for two more minutes of just that person just listening hello over and over again. So he took a little bit more time out of his day. So it doesn't even matter right now. It's still, um, it it's still sort of a novelty, right? It's kind of, uh, it's funny when, even that some of the telemarketers find it funny when they reach a robot, when they realize it's a robot. So um, actually, let me let me play this for you here. This is a cold caller. I was talking about the office worker, BizBot, right? This is a cold caller, BizBot. Now she eventually figures out that this is a robot 
Um, and then uh, she has a little fun with it. So here's this. Hello. You don't. Yes. Hello. Hi. You handle your employee drinking water? Yes. Okay. Well, my name is Colin with Pollutions. I was just calling because we have water coolers that dispense ice and hot and cold purified water. And I was just going to see okay. if we could bring you a brochure just in case you guys ever want to try something different. You'd have it. Yeah. Um, would you maybe have two minutes tomorrow just to bring your brochure? Right. Okay. Could bring you a brochure? Yeah. Hello? Hang on a sec. I just got back to my desk. My computer is locked, and I can't do anything without it. So oh. hang on. Don't, just give me okay. a sec to get logged in here. Okay, good. Okay. And then, okay, so give it to me again. Sorry, start from the top. What would you say? That's okay. We were just going to see if we could bring you a brochure about our company. We have little water coolers that dispense ice and hot and cold purified water. Right. Would you have two minutes just to bring your brochure? Yeah. Right. Would like 10 o'clock or 11 right. o'clock work for you tomorrow? So what I do is I type this up. I'm going to send it to my boss, and if he's ready to talk to you now, I'm going to transfer you over to him, okay? So um, give it to me slowly. What are you, what are you saying? Mm-hmm. Good job. Okay, sorry. I just had to finish up an email just then, so I didn't get that. Um, so I'm sorry. Can you start over? Say it again. Yeah, we were just going to see if we could bring you some information on water coolers. Good. Sure. Can we come at 11 o'clock tomorrow? All right. Can we smack you in the face while we're there? Good. <laughs> yeah. Are you gay? Okay, so I, I got that typed up. I sent that over to him. And uh, so he's just going to respond in just a second. So, um, by the way, while we're waiting then, uh, how long have you been doing this? You sound pretty good at it. I've been doing it for 20 years. Good. Okay. Okay. So do you want to buy like 20 water coolers? Good. <laughs> yeah. Are you ready now? Do you have your pen so you can sign a contract? <laughs> Hello. Oh, hang on. My boss just replied. Um, oh, he okay. says, "Do not right? <laughs> transfer me to the." Uh, you know what? He must have misunderstood me. Can you, let me type this again. Can you give it to me again? I'm going to send it to him again. So no, go really? ahead. Go slow. Like, give really it to slow, me. I'm going to type it up and instant message it to him. Go. <laughs> Can you give it to me really slow this time? <laughs> <laughs> he's doing it. Good job on your cooler. Yeah, it's awesome, huh? Yeah. Okay. That's awesome. So that was just a win for everybody, right? So that cold caller um, had a little fun talking to a robot. Uh, you know, Roger Anderson, Jolly Roger Telephone was, well, I'm happy to take phone calls from people. I love it, taking, you know, putting some automation in place, taking these calls. And then, of course, the original receptionist didn't have to deal with yet another cold call from that uh, water company, right? So, um, and that, you know, the, the employer of that receptionist, uh, you know, got to pay his or her receptionist to um, 
uh, to handle real callers and not deal with, uh, you know, another dead end cold caller and try to give them the brush off politely and listen to the pitch and, you know, maybe even get sucked back into, well, please, you know, um, uh, let me ask you this, you know, do you have a something, something, you know, there's just so much that cold callers can do, right, in terms of, uh, you know, you're, you're going to hire nice people to be the voice of your company, right? Your receptionists are probably nice people, or if you're a small business owner, you're a nice person, right? You're just out there trying to, uh, trying to provide a valuable service and hopefully people will pay for it, right? Um, so it's not, in, it's not in a nice person's nature to be mean to a cold caller. Telemarketers, you know, I don't know. We, we maybe we view telemarketing different. So cold callers, we can relate to, right? As as business owners, right? If you're a business owner or, or an office worker, you can relate to a cold caller because that's either a business owner or an office worker, also, or uh, uh, you know, or, or just trying to sell some some services, you know, from a business or an office worker. So we're not as likely to be rude to a cold caller, but. To be honest with you, they're just as annoying. And the fact that we're not rude to them and we won't want to give them the brush off is almost worse because these these cold callers, you know, they've got a, a tiny bit of credibility and, and they get a little bit of empathy from us just because they're they're not, you know, they're not a scammer telemarketer. They're a cold caller. It's a legitimate reason. They're calling us for some reason and they're trying to sell us something and we're not interested, but it's hard to say no. Uh, sorry, it's hard to just hang up the phone, right? Because, you know, maybe you've, been on the other side of that phone call. So it's hard to hang up the phone. It's hard to be rude. So that's why this business bot is, uh, is pretty handy for that. And of course, I forgot to mention the, uh, the, the woman who made that cold call, right? Trying to sell water coolers. You know, she, that was kind of a novelty for her talking to some, what is this thing, right? Some sort of automation or robot or recording or something like that and puts it on speakerphone and a couple of people in the office get to listen and she can say whatever she wants to it, and it's you know g- gives her sort of an affirmative grunt, right? Yes, uh, you can smack me in the face, right? So that's kind of funny for her too. And the reason these business bots are so effective in, uh, at doing this is because you know they're polite, uh, they listen well, and so the cold caller gets a chance to pitch, and then goes round and round with the robot. Most of the time, they don't really suspect it's a robot. They just get transferred, you know, back and forth to each other. They they're kind of getting the run around, but not in a rude way. And so it's kind of an interesting combination, but after spending some time, you know, wasted with a bizbot, that cold caller probably won't call back again. So, um, so you know, unlike telemarketing, the the business bot probably is more effective at uh, at preventing cold callers from calling back because they, you know, they have a bit more control. They actually do have some control of whether or not they contact this customer again. They could put in their system. Uh, you know, notes in their system for the next salesperson who wants to call, you know, who might be calling back later or something that way. So it's, um, so the BizBot is very effective at trying to weed out some of these cold callers. Plus, you don't even care, right? As a, as a business owner, you don't care anymore sending calls to a BizBot. Uh, call off as often as you want, just like the telemarketer um, r- robots, right? Fine. It, you call as often as you want. You're going to get a robot every time. It's in your best interest to stop calling me. And, you know, receptionists, they are, their phones are designed to handle calls and transfer calls, right? Unlike, you know, it's kind of a pain in your home line trying to get a call over to a robot and certainly for a mobile trying to get a call to a robot. 
uh, you know, you got to conference in the robot and then put yourself on mute, things like that. In a business, the receptionist phone is designed to, to handle calls. So, you know, whether she transfers it over to Jim and purchasing or Tom in the IT department or Sally is the office manager in charge of purchasing water, right? It doesn't, the receptionist can just send it to a robot just as easily. She's got one button that just transfers the call, you know, and some people program their, their phones. So it's just one button transfer off to the, to the spam line, right? goes to a bizbot. So, uh, businesses can easily handle cold callers now just by one button transfer off to a bot. All right. And then you get a funny combination where the, the agent thinks it's funny and the supervisor doesn't. So let's, I'm just going to play the last couple minutes of this call where, um, where the agent knows he's figured out it's a robot, right? Things are off a little bit during the conversation and the supervisor is not amused. So that's what we've got going on here. Let me play you this quick clip. Well, anyways, I think it's recording. I'm not sure. I'm kind of missing it. I, you know, yeah, just anyways, just start over and I'm going to concentrate on what you're saying to me. Hello? Yeah. Yeah? Is the recording? Yes. <laughs> yes. Hello? Uh, yes. Hello? Hey, Randall. Randall. Yes? Come here. Listen. Hello? No, listen to this. Uh, yes? Hello? <coughs> yes? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is... Yeah. Uh, anyway, I was calling to speak uh -huh. in regards to copiers, printers, things like that. And so, would you be the one that handles all your, all of that for the mm -hmm. business? Hello. You guys have a. Uh, yes. Hello. I'm trying to be professional. I actually do, you know, work for a respectable business. Yes. Are you guys interested in the copier? Hello. Hello? Just hang up, dude. Hello? All right, so so that call, you know, as entertaining as it might have been for the first agent, you know, that supervisor was not amused. And, you know, Salty Sally, she's funny and she's got some good stuff, but she didn't quite get into the cadence of it with the second guy. I guess, you know, the chemistry wasn't there. So, um so the supervisor is not amused and, you know, tells the, tells the agent to hang up the phone. So what we did there was we wasted some cold caller time and we wasted some supervisor time, which is also nice. And hopefully those guys will be a little more cautious and selective or, um, or not even call you anymore. Hopefully they just won't call. Uh, that'd be even better. Uh, you know, I, I don't really know what to say for copier companies. And, you know, there's just, there's so much business out there that relies on cold calling. It's just, it's the nature of the thing. Of it, it's the nature of a lot of this business. It's just, you know, you got to generate leads. You've got to cold call. And um, and that's all well and good. And, I you know, I can respect those people and I can respect those businesses because, you know, you may, you may be on that side of things and, and I've been on that side of things and almost any sales organization relies on being able to call and use the phone for sales. But, um, but, but be warned, everyone out there, right? Even though we sympathize and empathize, you, you may eventually start getting some automation on the other side of it. And if that happens, 
um, you know, it might mean that your industry is a little too aggressive with particular businesses or types of businesses. And, um, and, you know, you might want to work hard on not calling those companies anymore. Basically, it's a no solicitation sign uh, on the door, right? So you just honor the sign because if you don't honor it, you're going to get your time wasted. Okay, so this next call is one of those, you want a free cruise. And it's actually an, an automated system. It's, um, it's not nearly as good as my robots, I got to say. This is a speech recognition system that will ask you a series of questions that are obviously designed to get you to say yes. No reasonable person would answer no to things like, um, uh, you know, if there were an electric car that could go 300 miles and only cost you 15 cents per, per you know, mile to operate, would you use it? Do you want something like that? Or, you know, it's just, it's just some sort of energy survey thing that's just completely bonkers. I mean, I don't know why, I don't know what they expect to get. Nobody's going to say no to this thing. They're, they're just going to hang up or keep going. It's actually, the, the purpose is a little more sinister than this. I think they're harvesting uh, phone numbers of, of unsuspecting people who might be interested in getting, you know, more telemarketing. So, but at the end of it, you get to talk to, to a, a free cruise specialist, someone who's going to give you a free cruise. So, so the strange thing is it takes about four minutes to get that person on the phone. So this call is seven and, and about seven minutes long. And the first four minutes are spent getting through the speech recognition, you know, survey and then waiting in queue. Now, my, I have to be, I'm very proud of my robot. My robot successfully passed through the survey and then got into the queue. I won't play that part. There are some other calls on, on YouTube and, uh, you know, I might showcase some calls later, but I just want to play the part where an agent gets on the line and then she realizes that there's something fishy going on here, but she can't hang up. So here she is. Hmm. Hello, my name is I'm a certified reservation agent, and I'm here to help you claim your free cruise to the Bahamas. How are you today? Uh-huh. Hello? Uh, hold on a second. Put that down. Okay. Oh, wait, I told you to stop that. No, get away from her. Ugh. I, I'm sorry. What were you saying? That's okay. My name is... I'm a certified reservation agent, and I'm here today to help you claim your free cruise to the Bahamas. How are okay. you doing? Okay. Um, I didn't let me give quite you my catch corporate what you ID said. number. Can you repeat that? Okay. My name is. Sure. I'm a certified reservation agent, hmm. and I'm here to help you claim your free cruise to the Bahamas. And hmm. how are you doing today? You sound like you need a vacation. Uh, oh, hold on a second. Can you start over? I I didn't catch what you just said. No, I believe you did catch what I just said, and so if um, you want me to continue, I will, but I'll, okay. I'm not going to go back, okay? Wait a All second. All right, let me give you my corporate. Uh-huh. Hang on a second. I'm on the phone right now. Oh, you need that? Okay, just a minute. Wow, well, I can't okay. hang up on her, huh? Now, what were you saying? Uh-huh. Hold on one second. Can you hold on one second? Uh-huh. I'll be right back. Hold on. Thank you. Okay. No, just still hold on one second, please. Thank you. Yeah? Okay, my name is and I'm a certified reservation agent, and I'm here to help you claim your free cruise to the Bahamas. How are you today? Okay. Okay, great. Now, let me give you my corporate ID number, zero, and for ticketing purposes, who do I have the pleasure of speaking with? Right. 
Your name is Wright. Hold on. Can I have your last name, please? <coughs> oh, that's a nasty cough. You really yeah, should yeah. use a vacation. Yeah, I'm here. What was that? Okay, okay. what was your last name, Wright? Hmm. Hmm, okay. Hello? How do you, how do you spell that? Yes. Okay. Now, yes. Mrs. Hmm, I have the I have to let you know this yes. is a promotion based on the first come first serve basis for state. And what state do you live in? Uh huh. Okay. Sure. Listen, we really are not supposed to hang up on people. So, if I'm not trying to hang up on you, but I'm going to end this call. So I don't want you to say that we are ever right. rude to people. Okay. I don't want you to say that we're ever rude to people, you know, lady, that's the, that's the least of our troubles with your, with your company, right? So that's interesting because I think that she honestly believes she's giving away free Caribbean vacations. I really do think that she thinks that she, that her company is just giving away great stuff and, and you're lucky to receive a call from her. So in a way that's kind of scary, right? The agents are just as duped as the victims. And so, um... You know, the, I think probably the moment they get suspicious and start asking questions uh, about uh, about the the products they're giving away or the vacations they're giving away, they probably just you know leave the company or they're fired. I mean, you heard there that she knew something was wrong, right? She you know she she said I can't hang up on her, can I? So uh, and then she finally just came back on the line and just played along with the robot for a while, maybe thinking that it was uh, you know it was a person that would eventually break character or something. Um, but when the person didn't break character, she figured, I doubt she suspected it was artificial intelligence, right? Deployed against her, uh, in a, in a ever escalating arms race between the consumer and the telemarketing industry, right? She probably didn't think that far ahead, but she figured it was, um, some sort of, uh, uh, you know, person just messing around or, or some soundboard or, or, you know, just some recording. A lot of times people think it's just a recording as if, you know, I just sit here, and lay down a track on a tape recorder and then just play it back like an answering machine message, right? So, you know, that, that somehow the timing is just right, that it just, it just happens to say the right things at the right times just from a, from a tape, just, you know, running off the spool. So, um, so sometimes the telemarketers think that too. It's always nice when the robots lock up an agent. When you can't hang up, no problem. Robot will keep talking and eventually robot will repeat or hand off to another robot. And uh, there you go. So, these are situations where they kind of sound like failures. Like if you're, if you're listening along uh, or if you get a, a copy of the recording later and you listen to it and you think, oh, bummer, you know, they figured it out that it was a robot and it wasn't quite as fun. So it's not as fun when they figure it out or, or get stuck in a situation like that. Um, but it's very satisfying to think that you're actually um, causing uh, havoc. You know, there's a little bit of havoc going on. Maybe there's a supervisor or somebody monitoring the calls later, quality control inspector, you know, analyst that's that's designed to go through and monitor phone calls. And they're starting to listen to this thinking, you know, this this might turn into a problem someday. You know, it's under control now. It doesn't happen very often. But at some point, this might be a big deal. And uh, hopefully, you know, somebody's starting to get worried about it. So I, I, I like to think that I'm disrupting the industry somehow. So that's it for those uh, this little round of calls. I have so many calls for you. And you know what? A lot of the calls, you can imagine the calls that I get. You know, I, I built this robot for my own personal protection of my line at home. I was so offended by telemarketing and figured I, I, I could do something about it, so I did. But when I released the number to the wild and, and let everybody else uh, use these robots, 
And now I get a lot of phone calls. And what I end up doing is listening to the longest calls first or uh, the as a subscriber on the post-call email that includes the recording, there's a link where you can report it to me as a catch of the day, it's sort of called. And so what I'll do is listen to those those calls that have been reported as catch of the day, which are typically, you know, the cream of the crop, right? If I if I get a couple thousand calls in a day, I'm, I'm going to focus on either the ones that have been reported uh, as catch of the day or the ones that are the longest, right? Because the longest tend to be the most entertaining towards the end. Um, but there are plenty of calls, you know, three to five minutes, which is a great win and a great success, right? When I first started doing this, I was thrilled with calls that would last three to five minutes. Uh, now that, you know, the internet has joined in, um, you know, those three to five minute calls don't, they don't pop out anymore on my reports, right? So, um, so if you get some calls that are short, three to five minutes, please let me know, report them as catch of the day, send me an email, a message on Facebook, something, um, because I don't, I don't always hear those. And, and sometimes these things escalate quickly, uh, especially if the agents know that they've been, uh, that they've hit a robot, right? They might just start swearing at it or, or something that way. I love hearing um, telemarketing agents when they hear, when they know it's a robot and like, oh man, you know, how, how this, it's this guy again, what are we going to do? But you know, I don't, I don't hear those calls. I, I can't I possibly listen to all the audio. So please report them. Um, let me know when you get a good call and I really appreciate everyone. So, uh, I've been focused mostly just some current events here. I've been focused a lot on my TEDx talk. I'm going to be speaking at TEDx on November 4th. I'm very excited about that. Uh, I've been working on a speech for that. And also I'm working on a game. So I'm excited to tell you about the game that I'm going to be um, unveiling at this conference. So um, I'm looking forward to that. It's designed to, it's designed really specifically for, uh, for this TEDx audience, but I'm still working on that. So I've got a couple great announcements coming up, some really exciting things with, with better ways to protect your, your, your home line and your mobile line. And, um, and I really encourage you, please uh, consider signing up. I'm not, uh, you know, by my nature, right? By the nature of what I'm doing here, I'm not an aggressive marketer myself, right? I, you know, I don't, I don't like telemarketing. I don't like in-your-face marketing, and so it's not, it's not like me to call you and say you should sign up for Jolly Roger Telephone, and it's not like me to send blast emails out or stamp my face all over the internet and say you should sign up for Jolly Roger Telephone. I've been very fortunate that uh, word of mouth has spread. Um, you know, some high profile websites and radio shows have, have sort of, uh, picked it up and, and interviewed me and things that way. I really, really rely on word of mouth. So, uh, those of you listening, please spread the word. If you hate telemarketing, if you know somebody who hates telemarketing, if you're in an elevator and somebody looks at their phone and says, oh, it's probably a telemarketer, right? Um, you know, let them know there's a solution now. So, uh, spread the word. I'd appreciate it. I am on Twitter at jollyrogertelco.com, T-E-L-C-O. I am on Facebook at uh, uh, facebook.com slash jollyrogertelephone. And of course, I've got a website um, and a blog at jollyrogertelephone.com. And there's a link at the top for the blog. So I post, uh, oh, and then the, the YouTube channel. Just search YouTube for me at Jolly Roger Telephone. A lot of phone calls posted on YouTube, some great calls, very funny. And uh, I, I encourage you, um, please sign up for the service. You'll get a, a recording of the phone call when it's over. And my robots will protect your phone lines from telemarketing as well. So thank you very much for listening, everyone. I really appreciate it. <laughs>